First of all, again, a tremendous thank you to all those who spread this year, all the newcomers, all the incredible feedback that, you, that I received. Merit Hashem, we just continue to grow and grow and keep on learning, be machazik each other, more clarity with more of a fire and a vigor. Merit Hashem, not just for the first few daf of tightness, the numbers should not dip, but rather the numbers should go back up. As we all should continue learning together. And anyone who would like to partner, there is a few days of sponsorship available for the rest of the month. But for now, let's pick up on the bottom of Dalit and Bees. We're holding four lines from the bottom. We started this yesterday, but we sort of ran into a, a roadblock when we finished the Ahmed, and I didn't have the next Ahmed, but let's get to it. Vanan Avdinon. Ask the Gemara. We have two days of Shmini Hatzeres. So on which day do we say Mashvaruach Geshem? And we're actually going to conclude this Sugya of Mashvaruach Geshem in the next few moments. And then we'll go into Vesaint Alumatar. So it says the Gemara, when we have two days of the last day of Yantav Shmini Hatzeres, which day do we say Mashvaruach Rav? Rav says as follows. Maschal B'Musafim. Will you begin by Musaf on day number eight? Upaisik. And then you stop of that day. Upaisik B'Mincha V'Arvis V'Shachris. You start Musaf. Then Mincha Mayer V'Shachris. The next morning you do not say Mashvaruach. V'Chayzer B'Musafim. And then again you resume on day number nine with the second day of Shmini Atzeres. Again you say Mashvaruach. Amrlu Shmuel. Shmuel is very bothered. He says, Paiku, get out of here. How could that be? Once you made the day Kaidesh, once you began by saying Mashvruach, how can you stop? That's not possible. Elamr Shmuel says Shmuel, that's not the din. Rather, says the Gemara in the last line of Dalar Mabis, Maschal Musaf, and you begin by Mosaf. Ube Mincha, you do it by Mosaf. And then you do Mincha, meaning the entire eighth day, Mosaf, and then you'll finish the day by saying Mashvruach. By Mairiv, it's the next day. Upaisik Arvis Vishachris. You'll stop by Mairiv in the next morning, Shachris. And then again, you'll begin on the next day, on the ninth day, by Mosaf. Again, because Musaf is the day you're supposed to start. So Shmuel said, do Musaf, stop Mincha, Meir, Shachris, then Musaf again. Rav says they can't be. So rather says, Rav, that you do Musaf and Mincha, you have to finish that day. Once you begin, you can't stop. And then you'll stop Meir, Shachris, and you'll start Musaf again. And as we turn over to Heyam and Aleph, to today's daf, we'll see that which we do, Rav Amar says, Rav, Shov, Einoi, Paisik. Once you start, you don't stop. And says the Gemara of Rav Haderbe, and even Rav was Chaiser, he retracted his opinion. We count 21 days just like we count 10 days from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, meaning starting for the first day of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur is 10 days later. So too, we count 21 days from that first day of Rosh Hashanah, which is going to be on Shemini Atzeres. Umaschlem will begin. In saying the same Amash excuse me, this is on the first day of Shmini Ataras, the day number eight. But Kimisha Hesra Shavani Paisal Hilchas, of course. Kimisha 
which of course is that which we do. We begin on the eighth day on Shmini Ataris, and then, or Simchas Taira, and then, well, Shmini Ataris, excuse me, and then once we start, we do not stop. So that's really wrapping up the entirety of the Sugya Mashvaruach, the first four blot of this fabulous Mesechta, three blot. Beis Gimel and Dalid, and we're concluding with the Psak Halacha is we start on the last day, and we start by Mosaf, and we don't stop. Don't start, tell, don't tell me you do Mosaf, not Mincha, not Mayrev, not Chakras, Mosaf again. No, it's true, we have two days of Yantif, but once you start, you cannot stop. Says the Mishnah, now we get into the next sugya. So it can be a bit of a repetition. We had started learning this yesterday. The Gemara quoted this Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Until when do you ask for rain? Referring to Yudah says, Until Pesach ends, Rameir says, Until Nisan ends. What's Rameir's Raya? The Pasuk says, That he made rain, two types of rain, which the Gemara is going to discuss in a moment, but Rishon in the first month, and therefore says, Rameir, we want rain, until the end of Nisan. So, until when do we say, if you remember yesterday in Amun Beis, we equated saying, to saying we had a back and forth. Do they go hand in hand or not? If you remember, we wanted to say in one hand they do go hand in hand. How could how could you mention it and not ask? How could you ask and not mention? But now we focus and we hone in on when do we add Masai, until when do we say Vesin Talumatar? Rabbi Yudah says until Pesach finishes, Rameir says until Nisan finishes. Today, for the rest of the day, we're basically going to deal with those words, Yoyre Umalkish. As the Gemara said, that what is rain? Rain is Yoyre Umalkish. Says the Gemara, Amr Ali, Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak. And very important to take note of the people talking. Rav Nachman to Rav Yitzchak. Why? Because in classical Agatha fashion, we're going to have numerous statements, numerous dinim, numerous shaylus, numerous stories involving Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak just because it's those people. But we begin with Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak that they explain our Mishnah. Says Rav Nachman to Rav Yitzchak, Yoyre B'Nisan. From our Mishnah, it sounds like that the word Yoyre, this rain, comes out of Nisan. Ask the Gemara, what do you mean? Ask Rav Nachman to Rav Yitzchak, Yoyre B'Mar Cheshvanu, Detanan or Detanya, Yoyre B'Mar Cheshvan, Umalkash B'Nisan. So we have an explicit Braisa that Yaira comes down in Cheshvan. How could our Mishnah say it comes down in Nisan? Amr Lei. So Rav Yitzchak responds, This is what Rav Yitzchak meant. There was one time in history, in the days of Yoel ben Putiel, and we're going to see more of the story in a moment, Niskayim Mikrazeh, that Pasuk that we just quoted was Niskayim was fulfilled, meaning that Yaira, that the first rain was in Nisan. Now let's see what this means. Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, Dechsev Bey, as the Pasuk says, Yes, sir, that which the gazam, the locust, has left, the arbe, arbe, the arbe has eaten. And this is referring to there's a famine for seven years, and at the end of this whole famine, that's when the Pasuk in our Mishnah comes, the Pasuk of Yehireh Umalkaish. Now the Gemara is going to continue telling you the story. What is exactly is this story of the famine of these of Yael, and where exactly did this reign of Yaira occur? Says the Gemara in the second line, Lighter says, Shani Yata Adar Adar finished and it still didn't rain. Of course, the rainy season usually is in the winter, concluding with Nisan. And that year, Adar already finished and there was no rain. Yardam Ravia Rishina, Bechad Nisan. And that year, the first of Nisan, the first rain came. 
Go out and plant. It's raining. It might be Nisan, but plant. The people said, what? You have one measure of of wheat or two measures of barley. It's all we have left. It's been a famine for seven years. We have a little bit of grain. We could eat it. We'll live. You want us to plant it? We're going to die. We have no food. And the Navi responds, Still, go out and plant. What happened? A miracle occurred. They listened to the Navi. When you listen to Hashem, miracles happen. It was revealed to them, that's in the walls, that was in the holes in the ground, the ant holes. They found extra grain, extra food. So they planted after the first of Nisan when it rained. They went out and planted on the second, the third, and the fourth of Nisan. And then, the second rain came on the fifth of Nisan. And most miraculously of all, that year they brought the carbon aimer in the right time on the 16th of Nisan. Nim says it comes out that normally takes six months to grow that grain. Gedila was grown in 11 days. Nim saw, what do we see? Aimer is usually brought the carbon from a crap of six months. Crap in that year, was brought from a crap of 11 days. And that incredible generation, what does the Pasik say? Aimer, a famous Pasik. Hazarim bedima, those who zayreya, those who plant, those who sow bedima with tears. Verino yiksayru, they're gonna reap with joy. When you listen to Hashem, you listen to the Navi. Even though it makes no sense, why are we planting right now? Verino yiksayru, you're gonna harvest with joy. And that was an incredible miracle that the crop, instead of taking six months to grow, took eleven days. And now we continue the psukim, a similar story. He walks along crying, carrying the seed. The shar, the axe in that year, when it was walking along crying because it had nothing to eat. When the axe has already come back, it's already able to eat that which sprouts from the pharaoh. excuse me. That's what it means. It comes back with joy, the quickness that the crop grew. We continue in my nice alumaisa. What does the pasuk mean that he buries Excuse me, that he carries the alumaisa of the sheaves, the grain, the grain was incredibly large. Usually you have the shaft on the, the stalk in the bottom, and then you have the ear on the top. Usually the stalk is large and the ear is small. This was the opposite. The stalk was a kana, was one hand span, was a zaris, excuse me, and the shibailas, the ear on top, was zeratayim, was two, was double the length. And that's the end of story number one. That's the end of proof. That in our Mishnah we said the word Yaira is a Nisan, and the answer of the Gemara is yes. One time in history, Yaira, the first rain came down in history in the times of Yael ben Putiel, an incredible miracle. That's when that rain came down in Nisan. I'm really Nachman the Rabbi Yitzchak continuing. Again, those same people are Nachman and Yitzchak. We're now going to continue explaining the story of Yol ben Putiel, the story of the famine. What is the meaning of the pasuk that says Kikara Hashem Laraf, that Hashem called the famine Vagam Baal Aretz, and He also came to the land Sheva Shanim for seven years. Bahanach Sheva Shava Ma'ayichel was a famine for seven years. What do they eat for seven years? Amrli Achem Rav Yechon Shanri Shanim the first year. Achlu Mashavat and they eat within their houses. Shnei the second year Achlu Mashavat Sadus within the fields. Shlish is Bas Reimot Ta'ira the third year they ate the kosher animal. 
animals. Ravi is the fourth year boss of Hema, Tamea, then Akush, animals. Hamish is the fifth year boss of Shikatsim, Ramasim, the creepy crawling creature. Shish is the sixth year boss of Ben Hey, Mubna Yisayim. Rahman al Islam, they eat their children. Shvi is the seventh year. Bosses are Yisayim, they eat their own flesh. And Amar, like Kaimash and Amar, to fulfill that which Apostle says, Ish Bosses are Yechelu, that they ate their own flesh. And that is the end of the story of the famine. And it continues the Gemara, ten lines from the bottom. First word on the line is Zerayai. What is the meaning of the Pasik? That there's something holy amongst you, and then the Pasik continues and says, and I'm not gonna come in. What's going on? Because it's like holy, Hashem's not coming in. Ask the Gemara. What's going on? So again, this Hashem says, I'm not gonna go into the upper Jerusalem until I come and build my house to be some English down here. Ask the Gemara. The Malo, really? Is there Jerusalem in heaven? What's going on? In the same as the Bible says, Yushlaim Abunuya, Kiir Shechobrlayachtov. It's built like the city down here, a beautiful source that there is a Yushalayim up in heaven. The Amar Le Ramnachon Ravitzik, continuing Ramnachon Ravitzik, this is really statement number three, or perhaps four, if you include the statement about the famine. Ramnachon says, Ravitzik, my dear, what is the meaning of the Basik? Ubaachas Yevayaru says, the Pasik that they are Bachas Yevaru Vyachsilu Meiser Havalim that the people were very not smart and they very were senseless and ate two and each one is wooden. So we're calling these people very unintelligent and we're calling them wood. Amar Leh, he responds, and again, if, you, if you're realizing, it's always Rav Nachman to Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yitzchak answers quoting Rav Yechanan. Hachim Rav Yechanan, four lines to the bottom. Achas There's one thing that destroys the Rishayim that causes the Rishayim to be Mivaeris burned in Ganim. Mahi, what is that? Avoid Zara. The eight is referring to Avoid Zara. Tzivacha, Maitzar Avalim, Eitzuk, Tzivacha, Mevel, Hema, Masay, Tatuim. As referring to Avoid Zara, so we see that the people were not smart, they were senseless. They worshipped idols, they're going to be burnt in Ganim. And the Gemara continues the fifth statement, Ramalirim, Nachmar, Yitzhak, Maitzar, Sivar, is the meaning of the Pasik. Kishtayim, Rahi, Sasami, that my nation did two evil things, says Hashem. Tartanu, Dave, Esther, Ma'ar, Bashvikilu, the two things that they did, that they forsake the 24, what's the 24? So the last Rashi of year says, either they did 24 Averis, or they were over on the 24 Sifrei of Tanakh. Amar excuse me, Barba Shavikilu, Amar Hachi Amar Amar excuse me, one more time. Amar so he responded, Hachi Amar this is what Rav taught us, Achasi, it's one Avera, Shishikula, which is equal to Kishtayim. It's one Avera that is equal to Shtayim. What does that mean? Explains the Gemara. Umay niu Avoida Zara. This is Avera, Avoida Zara, Dachsev, as the Pasik says. Ki Shtayim Ra, is also Ami, Manisha did two things wrong. Oisi, Oisvu, Mekar, Mayim, Chaim, they forsake me, the source of living water. Lachasev, Lahem, Ba'arais, Ba'arais, Nishbarim. They forsake Hashem, which is the living spring. For what? Be'eroys, be'eroys, for cisterns and wells of Nishbarim. So we're leaving the living spring of God for a broken well. What exactly does that mean? Explains the Gemara. Uksivu, and it says, furthermore, ki avru iye kitim, the iye, the island of the kitim, vero kedar, and the kedar, shalchu vizbanu ma'ay. They sent out, and they thought about it a lot. And then the Pasuk continues, um, the Gaimer, heheimer goyalikim, vehima loyalikim. Then what happened over here? 
that Hashem says, the Goyim did not forsake their God. Va'ami, but my nation, says Hashem, Hamer forsaked my glory without any purpose. Now the Gemara explains. So again, we have a Pasuk that says we did two Averis. Two Averis that we left the living spring for this broken cistern. Then the Pasuk says that the Goyim as well did not forsake their God, but we forsaked our God. So what's this whole equation? Explains the Gemara. Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, six lines from the top of Dalam, excuse me. Kutim Aivdin Laish. The Kutim served fire. Ukadeirim and the Kadeirim Aivdin Lamayim, they served water. So once God was fire, once God was water. And even though, think for a moment. It's very simple. They both can't be right. You have the Kutim and the Kadeirim. One has to be wrong because fire extinguishes water. Still, they are loyal to their God. They didn't leave their God. And says the Shem of my nation. Hey, they left me without any cause, without any honor. They left me, they served them for the czar, just honing in on how terrible it was that we left this living spring and went, unfortunately, to serve senseless idols. Continuing statement number six. What is the meaning of the positive? It says, Shmuel says the Gemara, one second. Shmuel really get old? No. But Barnan Bezave, Shmuel was nifter when he's 52 years old. Then when someone dies when he's 52, that's the death of the age of Shmuel. So how could it be Zakin Shmuel? Shmuel got old. He died at age 52. Excuse me, Zaumi Sasa Shmuel Aramasi. This is what happened. Zikna. Excuse me. Old age, Kavsa love, ju- jumped upon Shmuel. What does that mean? It says in the Torah. He consoled me. He consoled me. <clears throat> Again, one more time. And not now he consoled me. One more time. Nichanti, I regret that I made Shaul king. Hashem told Shmuel, Shaul is not listening to me. I regret making him king. Amr Lefanov, Shmuel responds to God. Which we just saw in the previous Mesechta. Says Shmuel, you said I am equal to their actions, their successor was not Nisbatel, did not cease to exist in their lifetime. Yeshua, who took over Moshe, was alive when Moshe was Nifter. I don't want my actions, my successor, to die in my lifetime. So it's true, he says to Hashem, it, I'm sorry, it's true that Shaul's not listening, but I don't want him to die in my lifetime. To make Shaul die, excuse me, look at Shavik Shmuel, Shmuel's not letting me. Lema Shmuel, let Shmuel die. People are going to murmur and say, what's going on? Why did Shmuel die at such a young age? Okay, so maybe neither of them should die. That can't be either. The kingdom of David is ready to take over. And once one kingdom is ready to take over, the other kingdom can't exist anymore. So Amar Kaddish Baruch Hu says, Hashem ekvitz alav zikna. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make Shmuel appear to be old. I know that Shmuel was sitting in Giva under the tree Birema. What's going on? There are two different places. Who caused Shmuel to be in Giva for how long? Two and a half years. Caused there by the Tvila of Shmuel Ramasi that Shmuel was alive for another two and a half years. Because Shmuel Davin that he should die first. Asked the Gemara, could this be that one person is pushed away for another person? 
Is it possible that Hashem would make Shmuel die just so that Shaul should die, just so that David and Melch would take over? Answers the Gemara in Yes, Tamar Shmuel and Achmenim Rabbi Yehuda Zamei Yochanan Mei Dechsev Al Kin Chisavti B'Neviim Eraktim B'Mreifi B'Maiseim Lo Nemar. You can't. Someone won't be killed for their actions. Ela B'Mreifi, but only with the utterance of my mouth due to Hashem's decree. Alma Mitzchigavri Mak Mikavra, and that's the reason why Shmuel was zakin. Kizakin Shmuel. It's true. He was only 52 years old, but he appeared old. Why did he appear old? So that Hashem could kill Shmuel. Why? So that Hashem could kill Shaul. Why? So that David Amel could take over as Shmuel Davint. He didn't want Shaul to be nifter before him. And continues the Gemara, five lines from the wide lines. They were sitting at a meal. He responds to Rav Yechanan. You can't talk at a meal. They might go down the wrong path. Then it's like Ghana. So why are you asking me questions? We have only days like Ghana on the first white line. Basil decide. So they finished eating. Amr Lais. Now he said, Achim Rabbi Yechanan. This Rabbi Yechanan said, Yaakov Avinu Loi Mace. Yaakov never died. Amr Lais. He responded, What? We know that there were eulogies at the time of Yaakov Avinu's death. They embalmed him. They buried him. So how can you tell me Yaakov didn't die? Amr Lais. What should I tell you? Mikrani Darish. I'm Darshaning Apostle Shnemar as Apostle says. Do not fear. My servant Yaakov no Hashem says Hashem al tachas Yisrael kinani Moshiachah mirochik v'zarachah merit shavim. So we see that the pasuk is equating Yaakov Avinu with Klal Yisrael. Makish who Yaakov Avinu lizarai to his children mazarah b'chaim avu b'chaim. So he says, what should I tell you? The pesukim are clear. Excuse me, that Yaakov Avinu did not die. Amar Rav Yitzchak, and now we conclude with two random, almost random dinim. Says Rav Yitzchak, and again, of course, it's the same reason because Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. I think this is statement number seven. We're four, four lines into the wide lines and Hamad Beis as we wrap up today's daf. Says Rav Yitzchak, Rachav, Rachav Nikri. Someone says Rachav, who was a famous zaina, a famous prostitute. If you say your name two times, Mia Nikri, immediately the man will have a seminal discharge just for mentioning Rachav's name. Amarli Rav what are you talking about? I say that nothing happens. I was talking If you know this Zaina is, and you recognize him, and that's when it could cause this terrible thing to happen. We're leaving each other. Give me a bracha. A very famous Gemara. Five lines, six lines on the bottom. I'll tell you a story. A marshal. He was going in the desert. He was, he was hungry. He was tired. He found the with sweet fruit. and beautiful shade. a stream running underneath it. he ate the fruit. and he drank the water. and in the shade. When he wanted to lead, Omar, Elon, Elon. How can I bless you? I tell you, your fruit should be sweet. already is. should be beautiful. already is. I said, I think all the words, I guess, didn't fit into the song. You know what the bracha gave to the tree? I bless you, all the set, all the offshoots that come from you as we turn over to tomorrow's daf of Davav. should be just like you. So to you, with what will I bless you? You have Tayra. You have Tayra. 
Shem Babanim with children are Yibanim, you have children. Ela Yiratza and Shei Seisai Me'echa Kamaischa. So Rav Yitzchak concludes, Rav Nachman, that your offspring should be just like you. We'll pick up from here, Amir Tashem, in the next year.